0: Recording? recording? Recording on the right microphone? Yes. Very good. Um, welcome to 2ATV or not 2ATV. Uh, we continue on Thrasics, and yeah. we're going to do some media uh, We're going to apologise for my co-host's uh, wild partying at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be enjoyable listening back to these. A time in your life when you had fun, hey? <laughs> uh, so media tell me about the kind of arbitrary compartments.
1: There's three compartments. Yeah. Anterior, middle, posterior. Is that about?
0: Yeah. yeah. I thought there were actually four, and there was a superior. But anyway, doesn't that's not what it says here.
1: Oh, there probably is.
0: But anyway, tell me, what's in the anterior mediastinum? Um, so
1: anterior mediastinum is sort of from anterior pericardium to sternum. Yeah. Um, and I think is this the one where the, I think this is the one that maybe is divided into superior and more inferior.
0: No. I don't know. But don't worry. Um. It says here there's a prevascular and there's a precardiac anterior media. Oh, yeah, so the precardiac is more inferior. So that's why I'm Yeah,
1: okay, to find yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, uh, I don't really know what else you want me to tell. What
0: comes up in it? What big things go in?
1: Um, what what mass is it? Yeah, you
0: yeah. What's there normally? Oh, what's
1: there normally? Uh, just,
0: there's lung? No, there's no lung where. And the Not there. Okay. Ignore that. Ignore that then.
1: Um oh. okay. What's normally
0: there? What what pathology is there? And then work backwards to what would normally be there.
1: Yeah,
0: but the pathology
1: that's there shouldn't normally be
0: there. So what? The four Ts? Yeah. So tell me what one of them is.
1: Uh, thyroid.
0: Yeah, fine, that shouldn't be there. Agreed.
1: Teratoma. Agreed, shouldn't be there.
0: So what could be there?
1: The other two. That's normal.
0: No? Work backwards from terrible lymphoma. Oh, lymph
1: nodes?
0: Yeah, normal lymph nodes. And then the other two. Um, I thought there was only
1: one more. Yeah. Now, what's the other one?
0: <laughs> Thymoma. Thymoma. Yeah, and so, so thymus, thymus can be there. Yeah. Happy?
1: Yeah.
0: Middle mediastinum. What's in the middle mediastinum? Middle
1: mediastinum is from pericardium, backwards to, I think, anterior surface of trachea. Uh, posterior, actually.
0: Posterior surface yep. of
1: trachea. So,
0: including
1: trachea. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, structures, is that what you want to you know now?
0: Yeah, I want to know what's in it.
1: Uh, well, it's a lot of those. Um, your, your ascending and artery aorta mm-hmm. are in the middle, mm-hmm. whereas your descending is in the posterior. Really nice. Um, You're going to have probably your pulmonary trunk
0: yeah so all your great vessels
1: yeah um heart yeah thank you um, above the eye well all the nodes you've got yeah the nodes, normal nodes modes, yeah um trachea we said yeah your esophagus is in the posterior it one. is
0: yeah there's one more sort of set of things uh, yes. nerves. Which which nerves have you got there? The ones that are the relevant to laryngeal nerve and
1: Phrenic and
0: vagus. Phrenic and vagus. And then your recurrent laryngeal nerves. Not just your laryngeal nerves, yeah. they're higher up. Uh, so then posterior medastinum, you were telling me the contents.
1: Posterior, so that's like from posterior aspect of trachea backwards. Yeah. So you main things that are gonna go wrong. Is esophagus and like vertebral bodies and spine
0: anything in there is considered posterior. Um, I actually think it's not. Like, uh, so yes, you can have nerve things coming out Uh, into the posterior mediastinum, but the vertebral bodies are not in a mediastinum. Exactly. So
1: descending descending
0: thoracic aorta, esophagus,
1: Um, big
0: veins. You'd like to tell me about? IBC? No, that's one of your, um, that's in your middle mean this time. What are the back ones that sit either side of the aorta? One of them can cause an anatomical variant. I know, don't tell, tell me. It's one of our favorite, easiest anatomical variants. Comes up and causes a line.
1: Asagus.
0: Yeah, say so Azagus and guess. Hemia. thank you. <laughs> um, and then other things to remember are the thoracic duct. Yeah. Uh,
1: Which I've learned today
0: it goes from I learned that from reading this as well. Yeah. I was like, that's wild, I never knew that existed.
1: That's Kylie thing. Yeah, right. Sisterna okay, okay, Kylie. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um duct. I
1: mean,
0: exactly. Mad isn't it? Um I sort of hope I now see like a really enlarged one on a, 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 a scan you or something.
1: Can't see it no, I
0: don't think so. <laughs> no. Well, I've never looked for it, but no, I will do it. now. Yeah. Uh, vagus nerve goes there and then lymph nodes can be normal there. Happy?
1: Too big as is in both.
0: I feel yeah. like, so page 66 of Mandel, I feel like we don't need to do yeah, all the lines yeah, and stripes. That's, that's exactly. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, agreed.
0: The thing I found useful from this was... Oh, yeah, I just wanted to highlight something that I'd never really appreciated, yes. was the left superior intercostal vein. Did you
1: not see my post? Oh, my God, was that it? Yes! Because
0: I've, I've, re- I've replied being like... I, I've I been
1: to, know. Reply to Yeah,
0: hilarious.
1: It's
0: called the aortic Nipple. Oh, my God, is, was that on it? Yeah. Amazing! Okay, well, I'm glad that you also that so wanted funny. that highlighted. We
1: let's talk about it. Oh, yeah, fine. In case you follow us on Instagram. So it's
0: normal vein that you don't normally see, but it can be, it comes, like you're seeing it end on coming this, like, anteriorly yeah. along the side of the aorta. Left, yeah. Yeah, left, and then it comes anteriorly and comes back up, sorry, yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, and why would it be dilated?
0: If you've blocked your IVC, your SVC, excuse me.
1: Yeah. Ooh,
0: love that. Oh, nice. Love that we both love that. <laughs> um, I feel like we don't need to talk about localization of a mediastinal mass, I feel like yes. that's something that we'll learn. Can I just
1: say, essentially, in a summary, if you have the hilum overlay sign, essentially you can see the hilum structures through it. Yeah. It means it's not in the middle, exactly. it's anterior and posterior. Exactly. I feel like that's the only thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Um, oh,
0: the only other thing I thought was useful, and yeah. this might be, oh, I think it comes up later, don't worry. <laughs> so we're going to talk about anterior mediastinal masses.
1: We've touched upon this, we've touched way. upon them.
0: Tell me so there is the 40s, but, but there's better way, way to, to remember it. it. Tell me the better way well, to remember it's it. It's
1: kind of similar, but essentially, you, you can still say thymus, thyroid, lesion because there's within that a few things, but then rather than saying teratoma, you could think about germ cell tumor because then there's different types. Um, and that's it, really. And lymphoma. And lymphoma. Yeah. yeah, and it's instead it's of
0: thymus, what do you uh, thymoma? What are you going to say?
1: Thymus sort of lesion. Yeah. So
0: you're going to say thymic epithelial neoplasm,
1: yeah.
0: um, such as a thymoma. Yeah. Um. So tell me, let's do thymomas first, shall we? Okay. Tell me some things. Anything you know about them?
1: So, um, in terms of when we to call it thymic uh, epithelial neoplasm, there is as there always is like a Varying line from benign to malignant, mm-hmm. and, they, and that's where they are sort of staged. Yeah, A, A, B, and then it goes on to C, C yep. being malignant. Um, the uh benign ones is what we, I think, normally describe as a thymoma, yeah, uh, but it also depends on their invasiveness, mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. get invasive by moment mm-hmm. um the mets are usually purely based or you just and they're called drop metastases
0: really nice
1: um and often uh sort of related to my senior graders. yeah um just by other things mm-hmm. other things oh uh bad other types of
0: <laughs> no i was uh, going to ask you about so uh Thymoma is the most common primary tumour of the anterior mediastinum. Yeah, typically occurs in middle-aged or older individuals between 45 and 60. Mm -hmm. Um, As you said, it's associated with myasthenia gravis. Approximately 33% of patients with a thymoma have myasthenia, and 10% of patients with myasthenia will have a thymoma. Mm -hmm. I just thought I'd read those stats. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was actually about to ask you, in addition to myasthenia gravis, there are other diseases that thymomas can be associated with can you remember any of them are they
1: going to be like
0: autoimmune things there are some autoimmune things yeah so uh, there's red cell aplasia and hypogamma globulinemia okay. i think of those because like the thymus yeah. sort of does the heme stuff yeah. um and then there's paraneoplastic syndromes
1: okay.
0: uh and then other malignancies so lymphoma or a thyroid cancer can be associated with oh, a associated thymoma. With, okay. yeah. sense, so it's not a metastasis of yeah, yeah. thyroid or it's, it's not a lump of lymphoma. It's yeah, a thymoma, so, but it's, so it's so there so. at the same time. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, as you were telling me, thymoma is pathologically classified as low risk or high risk mm-hmm. based on its histology and then whether it's non-invasive or invasive. Um, and whether that went on radiology, We can tell if something's non-invasive or invasive if the capsule is intact, okay? Um, How many thymomas are invasive? What percentage? I think quite a lot of
1: them. 30%. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Is it raining? Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Wild. have been doing
1: that all day. It's wild.
0: Mm. Um, If invasive... If invasive... Excuse me. If invasive, the tumour may invade adjacent structures, including airways, chest wall, great vessels, phrenic nerves. Um, What sign might you see if the phrenic nerve's been invaded? Great. Thank you. Um, As you told me, drop metastases, but with an invasive thymoma, hematogenous mets are very rare. But if you get a thymic carcinoma... Which is at your other end of the spectrum. Those can metastasize hematogenously. Um, so at the beginning, you have type A tumours, quite uncommon. They're usually encapsulated. Type B contain more epithelial cells, and that's your malignant bit. And then type C is thymic carcinoma. Very good. Uh, do you know anything about thymic carcinoma?
1: Poor prognosis
0: yeah but that's
1: about
0: it <laughs> yeah they metastasize where do they go
1: Can they, they metastasize hematogenously so uh lung lung how many four you tell
0: me. <laughs> lung liver brain bone classic places i suppose yeah. um the dif- distinction between an invasive thymoma and a thymic carcinoma is difficult on CT unless you've got evidence of distant metastatic disease. So, I guess that's quite a useful little tidbit for 2B. You know, I'm going to call it
1: one or the
0: other. Yeah. And you, I mean, you're going to say both in your differential and then say one yes. is more likely based on the other if there are or aren't mets. Um, do you know any other Do You thym- know what
1: annoys me though? Tell me. They're making a distinction between the two. Without are no, sure on the category. spectrum. Yeah, 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 thymoma, yeah. In thymoma, you have stage C, yeah. which
0: is... I knew that would upset you. When I read this, I knew that you would hate <laughs> that they were classified as two separate things. <laughs> um, You're a real breast radiologist. That's what I've noticed today. Today, I was thinking about you all day because I was like, this is Izzy's... Uh, this is <laughs> her dream. This is where <laughs> she needs to be because it's so... What pedantic, yeah, it's (laughs) pedantic and like particular and done a certain way, Mm. anyway. Tell me about some other common thymic lesions.
1: Do you know any others? Um,
0: what else could be there? I think this is good to be fodder for like
1: uh,
0: differentials.
1: It's it's all the first word is thymic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you can have uh cysts, yeah. Um, you can have ah.
0: Lipoma? Yeah. Um, And
1: there's one more.
0: There's one more. This one is... um, No, that's going to confuse things. Okay. (laughs) We talked about this sort of tumour last time, I believe. Okay. Uh, And you see this kind of in... I think it's a... Oh, God. I'm going to get it wrong now. Hang on one moment. I think you see it in an airway as like a lesion in an airway yeah hang on yeah you see in a bronchial wall uh can cause obstructive atelectasis uh can be typical or atypical uh and you can get i don't want to give you the big clue and then you'll get the answer uh
1: is there something really like It can give you
0: paraneoplastic things, classically. Uh, I can't
1: remember.
0: From the neuroendocrine cells. Oh, carcinoid. Yeah. So you can get thymic carcinoid. Uh, So what I was talking about just there was carcinoid tumour in the lungs. So sorry. Uh, Thymic carcinoid. So again, it's neural crest origin. 50% of these are hormonally active. Do you know what they often secrete?
1: Oh, epinephrine, on. no. Oh,
0: no. Why did I think that? Isn't epinephrine paracetamol? No, it's
1: adrenaline.
0: What's oh, acetaminophen? I'm getting confused. Please excuse me. um It secrete well, sort of, it secretes ACTH. Oh,
1: yeah, and gives you Cushing's syndrome. Gives
0: you Cushing, exactly, which is too much steroid, isn't it? Too much cortisol.
1: Yeah.
0: uh do you know what thymic carcinoid is often associated then, with?
1: One and two.
0: Lovely, thank you so much. Um, I
1: think endocrine,
0: yeah. Doesn't say that.
1: Okay, then it
0: doesn't. Um, it is. How do you distinguish it from a thymoma or a thymic carcinoma on CT? Uh,
1: God. It has to do with its um, vascular.
0: No, it's a trick question. You can't. (laughs) How do you, if you suspect carcinoid, if they've got cushings as well? Do a
1: special test. Yeah. Octreotide.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So you do a pre-operative indium one 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 octreotide scan.
1: Happy. Yeah.
0: Thymic cysts. Do you know why they might be caused?
1: there's
0: two. There's the ones that are like singular cysts, or like the ones that are more septated and multiple. T- is like that right? Ooh.
1: I'm it,
0: up. it doesn't say that. Sorry. But I sort of remember what you're saying. Yeah,
1: maybe I'm thinking about maybe that. Maybe we come so, up
0: to that in a minute. Yeah, sorry. Uh so what I was actually going for were the causes, so they can be congenital, <clears throat> but they can be secondary to. Any thought?
1: Chemotherapy? No, radiotherapy. Radiotherapy.
0: For yeah, for Hodgkin's disease, yeah. Um, and they can be associated with AIDS, particularly when multilocular. That's, That's what, what you meant. were going on for. Thank you. Um, when congenital, where have they arisen from?
1: The, oh, it's the pharo-
0: thymopharyngeal duct.
1: Thymopharyngeal. I don't know where
0: that is either. <laughs> Um, it can So a congenital thymic cysts can occur anywhere along the course of thymic descent from the neck. Yeah. But most commonly, it's the anterior mediastinum.
1: The
0: yeah, exactly. And it's a simple fluid attenuating cyst in the anterior mediastinum.
1: Ah.
0: Nice. And then you were about to tell me about thymolipomas. Um, so you might just see
1: a bit of fat
0: within them. Yeah. So these are benign fat-containing lesions. Um with interspersed soft tissue within them. I looked these up on Radiopedia and they look quite alarming because they can get really big and they like drape over all of the mediastinum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, nice. Um, but they're benign, Yeah. but they look quite scary. Um, <laughs> I presume
1: very dark.
0: Dark because they're fat, but they do have I soft tissue in soft them.
1: Tissue, yeah, exactly,
0: me. exactly. So a good one, I think, a good art mini that we Who can mix. Specialty? Oh, it's a very good question, I don't know. Like when you,
1: is it lung MDT? They would know who to then refer. Heme?
0: It, it just heme, yeah. I don't know, cardiothoracics? Yeah, that's like, I that's don't confusing. know, very good Maybe question. Yeah.
1: question. Yeah.
0: Very good just question. I'd imagine the cancers are probably lung. Yeah, lung MDT
1: would probably
0: then know who to refer yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cardiac? Oh, I don't know. Oh, Lords. Anyway. Tell me about another. So that's the thymus. First,
1: the first one. Done. So then, should we do germ cell Tell me. Okay. Um, so you have a classic teratoma, which yeah. is in our 40s. Mm. Things that are going to make you think it's a teratoma. It's like a fat fluid level, calcifications, fat, like heterogeneous stuff. Real nice. Um, I don't know
0: what else really to say. No.
1: Hi-man. I
0: don't really have anything else for you to say. Okay. Um. M- Teratoma is the most common anterior mediocinal germ cell tumor. Yeah,
1: um,
0: They're usually encapsulated, predominantly cystic. Fat and calcification are common. Fat fluid level is specific for a teratoma, but you actually don't commonly mm-hmm. see it. Um, don't forget the teratoma can be malignant, especially if it's really big or really irregular in its shape. Don't say it's necessarily completely yeah. benign. Yeah. Um, so I think. Uh, important to know that if you see a fat-containing lesion with soft tissue in it, you've also mm-hmm. got to think about a thymolipoma. Thymolipoma, yeah, I did say mm-hmm. that right. is yeah. one of your differentials, okay?
1: Yeah. Um, what's
0: another germ cell tumour? Thank you. I
1: don't really know
0: what to tell you about
1: this.
0: No, I don't, I don't really know either. It's the most common malignant anterior mediastinal germ cell tumour, Occurs almost exclusively in men. Okay,
1: occurs if it's a woman probably. Likely.
0: Don't say that, yeah. <laughs> Another T? Uh,
1: thyroid. Tell me. Uh, oh, so the important thing with these is that if you can try and see that the lesion, you can follow it up to the thyroid, then that's how you know it's originates from the
0: thyroid. Slightly more subtle than that. There's something that you see as a difference between posterior and anterior, Masses that travel up into the neck that you see on a plain film. I spent ages working this out yesterday, so I'm glad. It
1: something to do with the paratracheal stripe,
0: yeah. You sort of. It's got to do. It's called the cervicothoracic sign.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and if. Uh, hang on, let me get this exactly the right way. So posterior mediastinum does connect with the neck. Yeah. So things can travel up and not have uh, Oh no! I can't remember it now. That's so annoying. I spent ages working this out. It's basically one posterior, I have sharp edges in the neck. Whereas if something's in the anterior mediastinum and anterior of the neck, then you've got, and you lose, it go no, it does go up, but you lose the definition of the mass above the um, clavicles uh, yeah. and that's because it then something like it has to abut, you've got no space between the soft tissues, it's invading the soft tissues or it's in the soft tissues. Look up cervicothoracic yes. sign.
1: The anterior sternal ends at the level of the clavicles. Yeah. So, anterior sternal masses will disappear as they ascend above the clavicle. Yeah. So, like, a time exists, but a lesion posterior to the trachea can have its upper border up outlined by lung above the level of the clavicle.
0: That's it. You've as got the lung posterior
1: ends much higher. Exactly. Any. Lesion
0: with a discernible upper border
1: above that level must be located posteriorly in the chest. Fine. So if you see lesion
0: or... Um, I think the point that this is making is don't just call something a thyroid goiter or thyroid if you see it going up, because it could okay, be a posterior mass yeah. going up.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: that's how I'm going to think about it.
1: But that's from the chest, actually, then you would get CT. Sure, and And
0: you'd know where it's going, exactly. Um, So in terms of thyroid masses, both benign and malignant masses can extend into the mediastinum, Um, so goiter, thyroid neoplasm, and then a large gland due to a thyroiditis. That's all fine. Um, And then obviously the key to diagnosis is that you're showing that it's continuous with the thyroid. That's fairly obvious, but yeah. 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 Um, tell me about another T.
1: It's um, a trick
0: question. Lymphoma. Thank you. <laughs> tell me.
1: Um, to me about this. Uh, you might have associated lots of uh, um It can encase surrounding structures, although I don't think this book says that. But mm. <laughs> I'm just trying to think.
0: And obviously Hodgkins, non-Hodgkins. I think Hodgkins more common. Thank you. Yes. Um, um calcification? Question mark. Rare. <laughs> nice guess. So it's rare in untreated lymphoma, but you can get it in treated lymphoma. Mm-hmm. As a
1: consequence. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, tell me about non-lymphomatous adenopathy. Any thoughts?
1: So, adenopathy that's not related to um, lymphoma. Yeah. Um, are you talking about like, calcified?
0: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So when there's a calcified, you might think a few things. Mm. There's the two esters, silicosis, so sarcoidosis. I think sarcoidosis, it's thicker calcification, whereas silicosis is the one with the thinner. Eggshell. Eggshell. Calcification. And then other things are
0: probably treatment related can tb do it no okay um so it says here lymph node calcification low attenuation and avid enhancement are unusual features for lymphoma yeah which is slightly counterintuitive to me because i would have thought lymphoma would show enhancement
1: it's just the enhancement, a, a bit confusing. Yeah, so, but I
0: just think, just to highlight, yeah. so things that are not normal for lymphoma, calcification, low attenuation, so like necrotic centre, and avid enhancement. So you should think about other things. Okay. As you were telling me, eggshell calcification is present in silicosis yeah. and also coal workers' pneumoconiosis. Yeah. And it's less commonly in sarcoidosis. Wow. Um but, given the prevalence, given that sarcoidosis is much more common than those things, eggshell calcification is seen more commonly in sarcoid. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: But, as you were saying, dense calcification within a lymph node can be seen in sarcoid or as a sequelae of prior granulomatous disease, so maybe TB comes in there, sure, prior TB. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 I
0: thought so, yeah. Um, what are you going to think of if you see a low attenuation lymph node? TB. TB. Thank you so much. HIV. Uh, yeah, we're coming on to HIV okay, in a second. So... No, no. Low attenuation lymph nodes can also be seen in fungal infection, lymphomas, although it's just said that's not as common, yeah. and metastatic disease. Okay. I think that's the one that they worry about when you see a low metastatic density is, is metastatic okay. disease because you're thinking about that like necrotic lymph node. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um when might you see avid lymph node enhancement?
1: Not in lymphoma. No. Thank you. <laughs> in HIV. And TV.
0: HIV causing what?
1: Oh, is it that weird thing we spoke about? It's not the lymphangitis media No.
0: It's causing what? I do Castlemans?
1: Oh uh, yes. Yeah. But it's not only Castlemans it causes enhance No, okay, there's sorry. a list. Castleman's, which is essentially lymph nodes everywhere I've ever known. We're coming on to Castleman's in a okay, minute, sorry. but I want the
0: list first. Okay. Avid lymph node enhancement.
1: So, it, oh, if it's caused by HIV, that's Castleman's. Is that what you're saying?
0: No. Oh. Ignore Castleman's for the moment.
1: Okay. Is one cause? Yeah. Is it HIV another? No. Okay, is TB another? Yes. yes. Great. Um,
0: What's another thing that causes big lymph nodes we've already spoken about? Me, METS. METS. What sort of METS would cause avid uh, enhancement?
1: Hematogenous METS.
0: Vascular METS. Vascular. Yeah, uh, and sarcoid. Sarcoid. Okay. Uh, tell me again things that cause avid lymph node enhancement.
1: Parsons, TB, vascular METS, and sarcoid.
0: Lovely. Tell me about some avidly enhancing vascular METS. What sorts of things might we be looking for? Oh, where they come from? Yeah.
1: Lung. Really nice. Adrenal, really nice. Thyroid, really nice. Melanoma, really nice. One really more. Weird. What's a horrid That's one we melanoma. hate?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm so impressed you did that. Um, Castleman's disease.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, also known as angiofollicular lymph node hyperplasia. Is a did cause. <laughs> angiofollicular lymph node hyperplasia uh, it's a cause of highly vascular thoracic lymph nodes enlargement and it's got an uncertain etiology you can get localized castleman's in children or young adults they get surgery and that's normally curative um but multi-centric have, yeah. disease you can get it in older patients or in association with hiv the multicentric disease often results in systemic illness, fever, anemia, lymphoma, and that needs chemo. Um, and the key imaging finding is avidly enhancing adenopathy. Happy?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, what time are we on?
1: Sorry, I was trying to remember the courses. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few more anterior medicinal masses
1: oh no 29
0: okay fine good kind of regards goodbye <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: okay we're just going
0: to add on a little bit so um these are anterior mediastinal masses in the precardiac place oh. or inferior anterior mediastinum um which is a potential space it's not a real it's nothing really it normally there yeah okay. any thoughts what goes there um i can remember
1: the epicardial fat yeah lovely um, George, so we can
0: get about that? yeah, and we can get tricked into thinking it's cardiomegaly, and it's not yeah. on a plain yeah, film. Yeah, and
1: you might just see bunting of the right cardiophrenic angles. So.
0: Exactly, um, and then pericardial cyst. Any thoughts? Not really. Um So benign cystic lesion thought to be congenital. Most are located at the right cardiophrenic angle between the heart and the diaphragm. Imaging shows a cystic lesion abutting the pericardium. And weirdly, it can change shape on subsequent studies. I I find that that. a bit weird. That's weird. Yeah, that bit stuck out to me as being strange. Mm -hmm. And then um, any thoughts about a Morgagni hernia?
1: Oh, yes, I did, because I was really confused. It's a little um, hernia that you can get, like, in your um, parasternal area where sort of you'll have, like, your intercostal muscles attaching to the posterior sternum. And anyway, you can get a little bit of bowel hernia up mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. so i guess any that one of you see gas in the
0: x-ray in that area think um, about a Morgagni hernia back. exactly so it's a diaphragmatic hernia through the foramen of Morgagni, which um contains a mental fat but can contain bowel um usually occurs on the right doesn't have to okay. um but it will be an anterior mediastinal mass in contact with the diaphragm containing bowel gas. That's diagnostic for a more gagney hernia. It doesn't have to contain the bowel. No. Um, if if it the itself. bowel gas is absent, you want to look for detection of a mental vessels in the mass. That's so trace the them. Yeah. yeah, on the CT, excuse me. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say about anterior mediastinal. Great. And then
1: I'll do the rest. We'll then. do the next one. Yeah. Okay.
0: Bye.